sports listeners. I'm your host, Erica Salda, the queen of team. Please tune in every single Tuesday. This whole hour of Santa Barbara Teen Athletes. Woo! And we're talking all athletes. Welcome to Sports Radio listeners. I am Erica Salda, the queen of teen. I am so excited. It is the last Tuesday of the beautiful month of July. We've had such great weather. I'm so blessed. In the house, we have Don Sanders, Dr. Amy Saltzman, our producer, Richard Dugan, Christine Marie, and of course, a longtime friend, Angela Miller Bevin. Angela, I want to talk to you about something, actually. Let's just jump, on, jump in, but we're going to do gratitude. And I know um, with the new thing of the virus or whatever, I don't think that the Braille is going to be opening up anytime soon like everybody else. But um, I've talked to a couple of parents over the last couple of weeks just to throw it out, get feelers. A lot of us now, uh, our age group, are becoming grandparents. We have the little toddler, four, five, six, seven-year-olds starting school uh, elementary school. And I just, I throw out, I said, Hey, you know, um, everybody knows us, you know, knows you. And I've, and, uh, St. Ray Feely and Bishop kind of thing. I'm saying I, I had asked, especially if you have the little wound up child, you know, running all over the place. So as I learned their alphabet, I was saying, I said, we were tossing around with, um, the new director of Braille of maybe starting, some kind of uh, after-school program to learn as you learn your alphabets, you know, learning sighted Braille. And I think it was, it was so well received. First of all, they hear a pause, like my kid's not blind or my grandchild's not blind. I mean, <laughs> hello, it's not about that. It's about code. And then I, I'd go and indoctrinate them in the actual, Dominique knows the story better than I do, but say how whole Braille, and you know, because you talked about it on the show before, how Braille started. And the and it, it was really a code, it was Napoleonic, right? Well, Napoleon uh, asked his general to come up with a code that his soldiers could read without having to strike a match and, and you know, light a candle, which then gives away your position. So he was looking for a code that could be read in the dark. And that was part of the beginning of a Braille code. But people were working with, you know, do we have an alphabet and we emboss the whole alphabet? I mean, how do we do it in a way that is efficient? So this Braille code is just really wonderful to work with. But I think you're suggesting ADHD children might enjoy the tactile learning of their alphabet. Well, the tactile tactile learning is so important. And it's also, you know, if most of us like that are in our age group, do we remember that when we were in elementary school and they taught you how to do the alphabet in sign language? Yes. And so to this day, I still can do my signs for um, the alphabet. But it, it always amazes me that they don't do something like that for Braille because, first of all, a younger brain learns languages quicker. They learn everything quicker and easier because their brain hasn't been clouded with all of the things that our brains are clouded with. So learning a a language for me at this age would be much more difficult. And also, like you were saying, the tactile, that it's, it's such a great thing for any child, because I don't think any child should put in, be put into a category of this is how you learn, but this is how you do it. Because I think everybody's different. And I had one of those children that Erica loves my, my little Austin, who's not so little, he's 27. And 
I wish he was listening right my now. Favorite, one of my favorite children. Austin. He smells Mom, so good. He always smells delightful. Mom, I love him. The only kid on the planet, I, if he ran on a marathon, I would be the first in there to hug him because he doesn't have any of that smell. It just, I just love it. It just smells like roses. I told him I know, that. And, but, you know, and it's so funny because now, Jackson, I have two kids that love to smell good. I don't know what it is about them, but yeah, they are, they're, they're good at cleansing themselves. So that's a good thing. Yes. Uh, but, <laughs> but yeah, I think that, um, that that is a great idea. I mean, I would love, like I've said before, we are hiring a youth director right now um, that we will be adding and nothing would make me happier than to be able to provide services like teaching Braille in the community so that other children can benefit from it because it's such a cool thing. Like for my son, he's much more aware of it. He's 14. He's aware of Braille now because now when we go on an elevator or when we go somewhere, he sees, he now is aware of Braille because I work there and everything at the Braille Institute is actually starting to be labeled at with Braille, which thank you very much, Richard Ellsworth. He is my Braille labeler. So it's, but he's more aware of it now and it, and it fascinates him. Like it's something kind of cool to know how to do, to be able to, for a kid to read Braille. Well, I know he's really enjoying teaching um, under uh, Dominique and Richard and, Ellsworth. Yeah, Richard Ellsworth. And, I, and another thing that we, we need to touch on with our teen athletes is the sportsmanship is what you learn when you're playing in any sport. I mean, you're, you're, you're taught that, but on the on the reverse end of it on the on the flip on on the on the um scholarly if you're hyper and you just need to vent all that energy and i'm sure dr amy could be able to add to this um and you're given something if anybody hasn't held a braille book and it's kind of a little strung out like myself i i am telling you when dominique gave me my first braille book to hold the things that weighs a ton put it on my knees she had me close my eyes and you have to hyper focus. She gave me a couple of tips on a couple of uh, uh, alphabet, and you know she tried guided to me just on the alphabet. And then she did a couple of numbers, and man, it really it went. I went down a rabbit hole that I honestly had never gone down before, and it was cool. And it just struck mm -hmm. me. And then I'm starting to Google ADHD and you know reading Braille and learning learning sighted Braille and. I'm like, God, I don't know why we don't have the uh, sign. Like you said, and transcribers make great money. And the literacy rate for a blind person now has gone for what? 90% down to 10%. It, it used to be at 50% in the 60s. So your visually impaired population, half the population could read Braille. But because of the lack of support from the sighted community, the visually impaired community now, the readership is down to 10%. I so just they, think, you, I you think know. private schools, after school programs, I just cannot see why this whole thing uh, would not be embraced. And I know kids have got so much stuff to do, but the way I look at it, if it was free, it could be an after school program, win, win, win. Now you're, you're, you're bringing in part of the community that doesn't even know about Braille. And right. You're, and you're, it's, you're, it's you're, you know, it's really, you guys, like for anyone who's listening on youtube so easy and our kids today and all the kids that are listening young people youtube is huge that's all they look at so if you're looking at youtube please type in braille 
and watch some of the videos that are so fascinating because it's actual people that are explaining why why they want to do braille you know why it's important why there's all different there's videos and it i just recently was watching some of them and it's it's a, it's a way of reading and slowing down and focusing and not being so caught up in all of the hoopla and you know stress and it's almost like a de-stressing because you're taking that time to quiet your listening quiet your talking and just be inside your own head which is so important right now because all of the things that are going on the video like watching videos listening to music doing everything we don't stop and be inside of our brain we just don't do it anymore and for young people with all the stimulation and all the homeschooling on remotely you have to slow down and really be inside your brain to be able to play sports better to be able to do school better, you need that quiet time. And Braille is a great way to do that. So I, well, I want to hear Dr. Amy's uh, offering because we're blessed to have Dr. Amy Salzman in the house. And this is, this is her little genre, the whole mindfulness of anything. What do you say? Well, it's not Braille, but maybe we can do a Braille type exercise, just a really simple exercise so people can put up their left hand and put your index finger of your right hand on the pinky side of your wrist. And we'll just do, I'll call it hand braille for now, but breathing in, letting your finger go up your pinky, breathing out, letting your finger go down, breathing in, letting your finger go up, breathing out, letting your finger go down. Breathing in and out. And on these last two, maybe feel the sensations on the finger that's touching and the finger that's being touched so that you're bringing your full attention to the sensations. And then maybe just take three slow, deep breaths on your own. And maybe as we continue, you can feel still the sensations in your hands. And that's just one simple way of, as Angela said, um, slowing down and coming back into the body uh, that we have with us all the time. That's awesome. Was love that it. awesome? Love it, love it. I really like that. I've got questions for you after the break. All right, let's take a break, and then we're going to get to those questions, and we'll also get to our gratitude. I didn't forget the gratitude. We'll get that all after these messages. And this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salt of the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday, 9 a.m. We're back. We're back. This is Teen Sports Radio. I'm Dominique Hackett. I volunteer at the Braille Institute. I help out with our nonprofit, Santa Barbara Wellness Center. Lots of other things. And um, Dr. Amy 
Salzman just did this beautiful meditation where we followed with one hand, we followed the fingers of our other hand and we breathed in and then breathed out and then breathed in and breathed out as we followed along our fingers, going up and down our fingers. My question to you, I was so fascinated to focus on the feeling sensation. So my first focus was the hand that was receiving the, receiving the sensation of being touched. And then I had to focus really hard to feel the hand that was doing the touching and discern that sensation versus receiving the touch. And I'm very curious if you've had conversations with your clients about how um, I think it is that the brain only can register one sensation at a time. I mean, we're aware of a lot of things, but can you speak to that a little bit? I found that exercise fascinating. Well, I'm not sure that we can only register one sensation at a time, but I think in this culture, we're inundated all the time with all sorts of stimulus. And so it can be super powerful to train our attention to be focused where we want it to be mm -hmm. and kind of the degree of focus. So another practice that I do, and maybe we'll save it for next time, is a, a, called the flashlight of awareness, right? So you could put, you could kind of laser beam your, your awareness on the sensations in the hand you're touching, or you could laser beam your awareness on the finger that is doing the touching, or you can make your attention more of a spotlight right? So that it's including where you're sitting and that you're sitting next to Erica and the sounds you said you were outside. So the sounds outside in the garden, but especially for kids and adults with ADHD, learning that we can turn that flashlight of attention on and that we can choose to focus it. And honestly, sometimes that we need to recharge our attention batteries can be super, super helpful. Oh, I like that. It's really Recharge good. your attention yeah, batteries. Like yeah. Yes. Write that down. <laughs> <laughs> Recharge the attention battery. Don, what do you say? You've got something to say. I feel it. Yeah. Don Sanders, Don's Massage in Ojai, 805-236-2684, serving mostly Ojai Ventura and Santa Barbara. And I could not take, place, uh, take part in the show last week, and I got to listen to it, though. And I wanted to throw out gratitude for what a wonderful way this community works. You know, they, they have that saying, think, uh, think globally, act locally. And I heard a council of women, you know, looking over the whole Santa Barbara scene and what teen athletes and young people growing up and the community needs and figuring out ways to practically address those things. And, and uh, I think that's just a really wonderful thing that this resource is there. And thanks to Teen Sports Radio for holding space for that. And in the global range, um, my wife is back seeing her big client in uh, Massachusetts and they can see orange skies because of the wildfires in Oregon. And I was, listening wow. to, I was listening to a news outlet this morning that says the climate change is getting less coverage than the 24 hours of Jeff Bezos touch on the edge of space. And uh, yet there's a place in China that just got a year's worth of water in like a day. These things are not normal. They are not business as usual. And uh, there's a book coming out. It may even end up at Chaucer's there in Santa Barbara. 
a council of, of 60 women that are putting their heads together, thought influencers. Uh, it's called What We Can Save, you know, to try and, uh, you know, get our attention and our focus on what needs to be taken care of, as, uh, as well as, like we were just saying, the distractions that pull us in 75 directions. Well said. I know. Dominique and I, our thing has always has been since day one, since we we just both have this as common as child trafficking. So it's in the heaven. They just had a, a, a ride last week, this last weekend of bicyclers, uh, bicyclers, um, raising money, raising money. And it was called um, the Pacific. Your mom sent it over to me. And I actually, yeah, and I actually went to their website and I'll, and I'll, I'll find it, but things like that. I always like to, um, pedal the Pacific, pedal the Pacific. Yeah. And there was an article in news hop on it. Yeah. Yeah. They just, they were in La Polk and they just uh, went through Santa Barbara and they're headed down to, uh, San Diego. But I actually did go on their website and, you know, threw a couple of bucks there because anything to do with, um, Child trafficking, that's always human a trafficking, big, uh, yeah. human, any human trafficking. Yeah. yeah. So, and believe it or not, it's it's big here in Santa Barbara. People yeah, no, uh, we, we know we, there's houses that have been um, created and there's been multiple sting operations. Um, I had a friend that actually taught and provided services and care to the kids that have been uh, freed. And it's the stories are horrible. So you don't want to, you don't even want to shine light on it, but you have to shine light on it. Well, it, it's been I mean, around for, I mean, it's not like stuff like this has not, not been around, but it has to do with children. And, you know, and I know this is teen sports radio, but these are kids. So Well, for, for our teen athletes, when you're doing projects in school mm-hmm. to pick up uh, the, and focus on the ch- climate changes, focus on changes in society so that we stop having human trafficking uh, focuses on caring for our planet, all these are things that there are positive solutions and we can turn things around and create a society that is nurturing, sustaining, and safe. Definitely. I agree. Yeah, Yeah, And the young people for sure are the people who are going to help us do it and who are going to have the amazing new innovative ideas on how to do it. I saw an idea, I think it was uh, a teenager, like a 15-year-old boy was presenting an idea for capturing the plastic in the ocean and how to pull that and recycle it and um, either recycle it or break it down in a way that was uh, healthy. So there, there are so many innovative ideas out there. There are innovative ideas for free energy, free Wi-Fi, for, uh, make water out of the air. I mean, I, I just feel really strongly that in the next 10 to 15 years, Life will be very different from what we have right now. Automated cars, there's so much that can be done that will make society safer and more accessible for our disabled populations and our elderly. Don. Can I say, uh, I agree with Amy, a new century will be created by the passion and power of youth. And uh, most of the co-hosts and Erica, the the host, you know, all of you are mothers, you know, and uh, Mothers respond in a very practical way. They don't have the luxury. Once that mothering switch is flicked on and they're no longer single women, there's no luxury to get lost in all the abstractions and all the different directions the world can take you. So 
that, that's another reason that this is such a great centering place here, this, this show. It is a community show. Uh, we try to just bring things together and just let, let the universe take over. There's no ego in the show. It never has been, never will. Very blessed to have Dr. Dugan in the house. He's taking care of all of the, he crosses every T, dots every I, and, and help us with the connections with all the advertising that we have donated since 2010. Oh, was uh, I supposed to be doing that? I, I forgot. Yes. Okay. You know, <laughs> I've made a lot of friends. I mean, we have our definitely our own little family, our own little world we've created, and it's fun. And you know, things. So many things have happened. So many just having two people on this show, and all of a sudden they're friends ten years later. So just because of the show. So, and I'm so grateful to have an opportunity to host it uh, and share it because it is to be shared. Christine. Christine, do you have something to say? Um, I'm wondering all of these wonderful things that people are talking about. Um, over the weekend, we just had an Aquarius full moon, which brings light to new things. And we've entered the age of Aquarius just recently. When people were talking about the end of the Mayan calendar, it's actually the beginning of the Mayan calendar as well. And we're coming back around. And there's a new age. I am an Aquarius. And I... I'm already there. I've been there forever. I keep waiting for everybody in society and the culture to catch up, right? So it's it's very, um, you know, I, I think it's so important to think about hope and to think about that we are changing, that even though things might look dark or bleak or difficult at some point, bringing light, that helps us heal it. That helps us um, bring our awareness to it and say, oh, wait, wait a second. I didn't even know that was happening or, or even I didn't know that was happening to that extent. Oh, this isn't going to work. I, I would have to say no here, you know, so that's where we, we sort of get galvanized to, to make changes. And I think um, the new generations, in a way, I was part of the new generation of my own age in the sense <laughs> of that, like, I, I, I don't know. I didn't accept what a lot of people said to me about how life is. And I think um, part of what's going to help the youth of now is that they're not accepting. There's this boomer millennial kind of dance that's going on right now, which I find is very interesting. And it's really about the, the millennials and the youth just saying no to the structures that have been in the past. And it's interesting to watch that and see it unfold. Nice. Well, let's, we got about two, three minutes left. We're going to go really fast. Uh, as far as, oops, guess what? We're going to have to wait for gratitude right after these messages. Well, now together we will stand every boy, girl, woman, and a man. Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Okay, gratitude time. I, I have three people real quick. John, Jay, and Julian. The three J's. 
First off, I'm going to reveal a secret that I don't think many people know. We have a nationwide appliance issue. So if you need appliances, you're going to be told, like I was told, running all over the place trying to find a washer that died. Um, it, you'll probably get it October, November, December, and don't trust it. We, we had this issue with the refrigerator. Took it eight, took us eight months to get the refrigerator we wanted. Um, so that being said, I did go to see John at Home Depot. He whispered and looked around and said, go check Best Buy's because he felt so bad for me because we do a lot of laundry. We have students. We have people, and we we also have people that borrow our washer dryer regularly because we're we. That's just how we roll. Then uh, I go to Best Buy's, ends up getting one delivered the next day. Uh, it was out of the box because that's all the decision had. Well, it didn't work, and that's okay. Jay, I love you. I think that you gave me the absolute best service ever. It's not your fault. Now I then what I had to do. There's a place on um, by Five Points, and it's in a it's a kitchen and bath center right across the street from Five Points. You wouldn't regularly, even knowingly, know that they have washer dryers. And guess what? They have every washer, every dryer, and gas is which is a hard one to get, and they're all in stock. So I said to him, I said, Julian, you know, honestly, if you just put, we have washer dryers. You'd have a line at the door because I just left Costco. I went to Home Depot. I went to this no gas dryers in Santa Barbara. You can't get them. Uh, and washers are, you know, few and far between. He goes, I know. And I said, so I'm going to do you a favor, Julia. I'm going to tell everybody. Okay. <laughs> because I like you and I want you to make money. I said, you work on commission? He says, yes. I said, it's fantastic. So anyway, we're getting it tomorrow. I'm so happy. I didn't have to wait. It's in stock. It's in Moore Park. Are you happy? Yes. Yes. Okay. What time do we get? Electrolux. We got the Electrolux. Okay. We're very happy. You know that there's also a great chicken wing shortage. Really? Yes. Because of the pandemic, my husband works for Giordano's and they are having a hard time getting chicken wings. And I said, no little chickens are giving away their lives for to give their chickens their little wings. And he goes, the chicken door. <laughs> That's it. Shut that door. Uh, Gotta go to tofu. Leave yeah. those chickens alone. Exactly. <laughs> no, but, no, but they don't have workers to make to get the make the chicken wings. So, oh, interesting. interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Do you have a do you have do you have a gratitude outside of we need more chicken wing workers? <laughs> In order, I want to give a gratitude to my um my staff at the Braille Institute, because when I earlier we were talking off offline about um, retrograde and how, what's going on in the universe, I don't know. But my literally my people that I usually depend on at work that do a lot of stuff with me, one got very sick, one got her ankle hurt by the gate, another one's on vacation, and so my other staff that was there all pulled together and covered. For all of them. So I'm going to give a shout out to Richard, Elena, um, Elena Brianna, Caitlin, uh, Maria, and just want to shout out to them because they are a great staff and they rallied and they're covering for everybody. So shout outs to all the people that are covering and making it possible for us to get through difficult times. Yeah, definitely. Don, you have a shout? Yeah, I kind of already did, but uh, yeah, I I got a chance to see uh, 
a uh, new diner and a new park to hike in, uh, Stevens Park there in Santa Barbara. Lovely park. Got to go there with my daughter yesterday. And uh, the, uh, the a lovely little diner over there by Chaucer's Bookstore Center. And I was just, and it's called Farmer's, Farmer Boy, Farmer Boy, Farmer Boy Diner. Shout out to classic diner eating as you'd like it. That's my favorite brunch spot. And it's, it's healthy. I mean, to me, it's healthy diner food. Mm. So it's not super greasy. It's clean. Mm. So I'll just share Dawn's gratitude for now. Yeah. Yay. Uh, <laughs> I, that used to be my hub in the 80s. That's where, that was my meeting point for my clients. I love Farmer Boy. It's awesome. Don't mm. get to go out there that much. But yeah, definitely a uh, great place. Uh, just it's just kind of like that. It's it's got that Harry's feel where the people are that's been there for 30, 40 years working. So definitely, Christine, you've got a shout. Yeah, um, my shout out. I was just gonna say I think that uh, first that Farmer Boys changed changed ownership recently, but it still has its same sort of really great local vibe, and I think that's really wonderful. Um, how people can keep, you know, it might change, but it, it still keeps community connections i think that's a really great thing um but the other but and the the gratitude i wanted to give was to kiana who is um one of the people who screens people coming into the hospital and she is always so kind and so friendly as she's asking me all my questions and um, you know and and giving me put on a mask and taking my temperature and just such friendly um on the front lines of um of of the hospital um, while, I'm, while I'm going in, my mother's back in there, back and forth. It's quite a journey, but um, everyone's just so kind and lovely. And really, Kiana, she she remembers me. They're all remembering me now. They almost know me by name, and everyone's just so friendly and welcoming and kind. And I just nice. wanted to put a shout out there. Oh well, we you know how our hearts goes out to you, and you know my mom passed away of cancer. It's it is a journey, and uh, you know we love you, Christine. So it's not it's not easy what you're going through right now. So definitely Richard Ellsworth. Do you have a gratitude before we go to break? Wow. I could, I could go on forever, but, um, Erica, me is with a C, not a K. I don't know if you want to. (laughs) And Angela is with an A. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was an E, Angela. Um, (laughs) uh, I am just extraordinarily thankful for, all of the different people that I come into contact with on a regular basis, whether it's Erica, Dominique, and Dominique's mom, whether it's Angela and everyone here at the Braille Institute, it, it feels to me, since I moved out here to California, I guess a couple of years ago now, it, it's like I have 10 families. And I don't just mean, I don't just mean families like, oh, I'm close with all these people. I mean, literally, it feels like the family that you grow up with. You know, it feels like family, family, where you're all supporting each other, having each other's back, being able to communicate and say everything and being able to, to have that from so many different people. It's it's unbelievable. I can't even begin to describe how amazing that feels. Lovely. Yeah. Well, you know, it takes a lot. You know, you're you were young when you came out here on your own. I don't know what you're thinking. A lot of people <laughs> don't do that. Then you drive back. <laughs> you, I don't know how since I've known you I don't know how many times you've driven back home. 
I'm like, Sly, you know, I like to drive. I only knows. I would like to be in the back seat of this drive. You know, how long did it take you to get there? Two and a half days. Like, do you sleep? Okay. So yeah, but, awesome. I mean, you should see. And you know, now wherever he drives, he has a nice braille magnet on the side of his car. And when people come into our parking lot, they go, is that a braille car? And I'm like, no, that's Richard's car. It's <laughs> awesome. Uh, Dr. D, you want to finish it up before we go to Dominique and the next section? Well, um, I would I would basically offer gratitude to everybody involved here in this program in terms of the the subjects that we bring up and the concerns that we have for our community, both the youth as well as everybody else. Because uh, we were all one young, we were all young once, whether we would uh, choose to uh, or uh, willing to admit that or not. Um, and sometimes the young folks don't realize you were young once, really. Uh, but no, it's. I think that this is a wonderful platform uh, to share the things that really need to be talked about and the concerns that are out there. And so I, I just send up a, a, a debt of gratitude, if you will. To everyone involved in this program from Erica on down, and uh, I'm very grateful to be a part of this. Uh, here, amen to that, Dr. D. Let's take a little break. We got Dominique Hackett right after these messages. Our teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salt of the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. This is Dominique Hackett. You are on Teen Sports Radio. Thank you for joining us. Um, I have kind of a deep subject that I wanted to bring up, but I bring it up because it's part of what makes life so interesting and so enjoyable. I have a favorite author. His name is Wendell Berry, and um, for teenagers, you may or may not have run into his writings yet, but I wanted to share a quote that I have found really meaningful. He wrote at one point, it may be that when we no longer know what to do, we have come to our real work. Now, that's kind of a con contradiction sensation. And when we no longer know which way to go, we have come to our real journey. And then he suggested, the mind that is not baffled is not employed. Uh -huh. And finally, he says, the impeded stream is the one that sings. And I'm really fond of uh, prose and poetry that speak to how do, we, how do we live our lives from day to day in a way that brings us joy and I mean, when we're going through school and having to write all those English papers and studying history and studying lots of different topics, there are some things that we enjoy and there are some things that we don't enjoy. But all of us have experienced moments where 
we hit an obstacle and maybe it's in the sport that we're, you know, maybe we're doing volleyball or we're working on uh, uh, soccer and we're forward or something. We hit a point where we hit an obstacle. We don't know what to do to make life better. We don't know what to do to improve mm-hmm. on our sport. Uh, we don't know what to do to improve on our English paper. Mm-hmm. We don't know what to do to improve our scholastic scores. And we, and we really, we hit that point where you pause and, and you really have to look around and say, I don't know. Or um, maybe we're relating to our friends or relating to our parents or relating to our grandparents. And we hit a bump where there's friction. We don't know how to solve the issue. It's just uncomfortable. And what, I, what I'd like to say is to everyone, please pause and enjoy this process. That's what I think Wendell Berry is pointing to when he says that the mind that is not baffled is not employed. So in other words, for people who don't have any problems or any obstacles in their lives, the reality is they may not be growing and learning the way that you are. And because you've hit something in your life that you can't figure out right now, that is a treasure and really enjoy your process. And if it brings tears or it brings anger, or whatever feelings that come along with that energy, let that be and, and experience it. Don't swallow it. Experience it and be okay with whatever it is that your body is emoting. Find safe space to talk to a friend about it and so forth. And just realize when, when we say an impeded stream is the one that sings, it means The people who have obstacles in their life, those are the ones that are bringing light to solving world problems, to solving family problems, to solving community problems. And that this is part of the joy of life, is that we share how it is we handle obstacles. Dr. Amy. Um, There's a saying that says, don't just do something, sit there. Like when we're stuck, I think sometimes we are really tempted to push or to force or to figure it out. And then it's also important how we sit there. So can we sit there with ourselves? Like you said, safe space. And I'm all for people finding safe space. I'm all for being a safe space for people. And at the same time, it's can we learn to be a safe and compassionate space for ourselves? Can we practice? meeting ourselves and our circumstances with the kindness and compassion that we would give a dear friend or a loved one? Can we bring that to ourselves? That's beautiful. Yeah, it is. When Dominique first said to me this last week, we were having such a bump between getting all this appliance issues, especially as much as we needed it. Um, we already decided this weekend that's all we're going to be doing is laundry and that's okay. Um, but she said, you know, when you hear noises and I love listening to running water, she says, that's the water hitting an obstacle and look at the beautiful song that you can hear that it's singing. And you know, I didn't get it at first. I'm like, what? <laughs> Sorry. It's my brain's not wired that way. And then it hit me like out, out like after dinner or something. I'm like, wow, she's right. You know, it, it's that crashing that makes the sound. You wouldn't hear anything if it was just rolling down, not bumping into anything. So, yeah, I thought that was, you know, that was just really mind-bending. I appreciated that. Richard Ellsworth, what do you say? 
Wow. Well, really, really interesting topic. I, I could talk on this for a while too, but um, I, I like to keep things very, very simple, really, really simple. And um, whenever I have time to just, you know, sits and thinks, I will go to the end of something and not to the point of in my mind going to so let's say it's a washer and dryer let's say you really want this washer and dryer and you have all these issues coming up around it i would say okay well what happens when you just sit in your space you know what what are you feeling about this particular issue what is what is coming up what beliefs could you have that are then preventing you from accomplishing the goal that you want and then i would rewrite those beliefs but at the same time Sometimes when we want something, we're, we're focused on getting it, which, which is the, the end of it, but you kind of want to go a little bit past the end. You know, it's, it's, and it's a weird way to, to think, but whether you're, you're playing an athletic sport, whether it's going out um, to, to do something for the, for the first time independently, you, you don't just go in your mind when you see yourself doing it you don't just go to the point where you are doing it because that's then you're really only reinforcing in your mind everything leading up to that but if you go past it if you go to the point where you've already been doing this where you've already had whatever it is for a while then your brain starts to fill in everything in the middle on its own i just have to imagine you folding all the clothes and putting them away <laughs> there you that's go. it that's that's what you've got to do. Perfect. There it is. I love that. I love that vision. That's a good I, I, vision. I've gone without a washing machine, and I can say that we do a lot of laundry here, and it is tragic because they everyone looks at you and goes, "Well, who? How are you going to get this done?" To me. <laughs> <laughs> to me. <laughs> this is your laundry. Why is it me? And I found myself the only one taking the 20 loads to the laundromat, which yeah. <laughs> will never happen again. I would have gone, I would have gone anywhere if that happened to me, Erica. So I feel for you. <laughs> I got you. That is so funny. Let's, let's leave it on that. We got another section right after these messages. Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salt of the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday, 9 a.m. Welcome back to Teen Sports Radio. This is Christine Marie um, with a view from the deck. And um, you can reach me at, uh, uh, um, and also at Poor Luna, apothecary. So I'm doing readings, live readings again. Yay, everybody, come on out. Um, what I wanted to talk about a little bit was um, the the wounded healer. We've been talking about a lot of difficult things right now, and um, well, there are two things. One um, one thing that um, some some 
one thing that I've heard, it, and this is the Jungian um, perspective of sitting in the between in the tension between the opposites, which is often a difficult place to sit. Um, and that's about feeling all the feelings that come up and not trying to solve it right away. It's a hard thing to do in our culture and in our world. I always want to solve things right away. My mind wants to get it and relieve the tension. Um, but um, there's this um, some, this thing about sort of enjoying. Can, can we get to a place where we enjoy the conflict, or you know, oftentimes. Um, or at least get comfortable with it, because that is part of what's in our world. Um, one, another thing that has been told to me um, uh, in a powerful way by um, different healers is that the wound is the doorway to the gift. And uh, there's a card, the justice card, um, that I like to, that that comes about with um, uh, in my deck. There's all these clouds that look like pearls, and it talks, to, and it talks about... Um, to me, um, it's looking back on our life and looking for the, the difficult, difficult times that actually held blessings within them, like those little grits of sand that um, become, you know, that lodge themselves into an oyster and then become a pearl eventually. Um, so um, it's, it's really just looking at the sense of what, what are wounds for, you know, what is happening right now. Chiron, which is considered the wounded healer, has just gone retrograde in Aries. I'll say I'm having my Chiron return at 49 to 51. That's what happens. And it's a difficult time and it's an interesting time. So um, don't be afraid of your wounds, people. Feel them. Nice. Well done, Christine Marie. Uh, Dr. Amy, let's have, uh, let's close out the show with your contact information before we join again next week. Yeah. So if you're interested in healing, physical, psychological, mental, emotional, spiritual wounds. Um, I'm at stillquietplace.com or 650-575-5780. All right. You can always look up Christine Marie at Paradise Found. Again, we did it again. We also have Don Sanders. You can find us all. Please smack like on Facebook, all social media. If you need anything else, try to contact. If you would like to get a hold of us, I am at... Queen of Teen SB at gmail.com. God bless. See you next week. You're the best. Oh, wow.